Hello, welcome to my podcast where we take a drive down memory lane back to when I experienced something I could never imagine. I'm your host, Will. Today's podcast on Life is Hard will take us on a journey, a difficult journey. I hope that listeners end this podcast learning that when a pet dies, it is normal to have different emotions and it's okay to show grief. Get some popcorn and cola and take a seat for the show is just beginning. Proudly sponsored by Willy Wonka's Wonderful Chocolate, John Cena's Hard Candy, and Krusty Cap Cakes. Don't forget rock raps. This is, the, this is the first episode of many. When my cat Boo grew older, she started to, to decrease in health. Her right leg shook when she walked and compared to her left leg, it was small and skinny, even bony. Her hair was scruffy and hard around the bottom of her right leg. Her eyesight was worse and caused her to run in the walls, and she never waved or switched her tail that much anymore. She would stay on couches or beds and never get up until me or my family had to pick her up. She never wanted to do anything but nap and take walks outside, which would only last for a few minutes. Boo also got chubbier every week, and, w- and but was never discouraged from her having fun. Even though her body was getting worse, her heart wasn't. She was always cheerful to us and always snuggling with my family. She wore costumes at Halloween, Christmas, and Super Bowl parties and greeted every person who walked into our house. She will always be in our heart as a joyful, loving, and sweet cat, but I can never imagine what would happen next. It was a cold but beautiful fall day one year in the future. I had just been dropped off from my school bus up the street. I walked down the narrow narrow sidewalk. Every step was a muddy and wet experience. Water trickled down the trees onto my hair, giving it a greasy look. Puddles surrounded me like police to a criminal. Nobody was outside and I didn't blame them. It was like God had just had a shower above us. I walked past my neighbor's house, their Halloween decorations drenched in water, and I'd take the extra 30 steps to get to my house instead of cutting through the wet grass. It was sort of your average New England day. My house was a wet mess. The gutter was overflowing with leaves of all colors, the windows practically tinted with water, and the stairs being a slippery death trap to anybody who that dares walk on its. Of course, I slept the way up, but I caught myself from the dry railings. The door opens with a groan as I take myself inside. Nobody's home, so I just dive right into homework. The answer is five. No, 25. Oh, 15. Marco, Jesse, and Dave are all nouns. Another symbol or word for water is H2O. Blah, blah, blah. After a good 15 minutes, I finished. It was nothing hard, only simple homework. Hours pass as I'm home alone. No mom, no dad, and no brother. Boo-Boo was my only company at the time, but she was sleeping in my dad's den. Hours fly by as no one in my family comes home. Finally, the door opens and my mom comes home, then my brother, and finally, my dad. I'm sitting in my bed, tired as could be, when I hear sniffling from the other room just over from my bed. I let it pass as it was hot hot in my house and someone could have just gotten a stuffy nose. Then I hear it again. And again, and again, and again. Curiosity got the best out of me and I went to check out who was making the noise. So I slipped out of my bed and walked towards the door frame. Every step there was a loud creak, creak, and creak. I peeked my head around the corner and saw my mom crouched down in front of the couch, her head looking down. Thoughts spiral in my mind. Wasn't Boo Boo just there on that couch? Is Boo Boo okay? What is happening? I start to walk faster and faster towards the room, my heart slowing down beat by beat. As I entered the den, I looked down at my mom. Her eyes were red with tears and sniffing sniffing uncontrollably. 
She was shaking and she could barely stand upright. I look up at my dad. He tries to hide his tears, but every second it, it leaked out bit by bit if he was holding back the ocean with the towel. My mom shuffles out of the room cl- crying, finally giving me a, v- a view of boo-boo. My heart stopped and my brain wandered out of my head. The tears pour out even more as I see her lying still. Her once green, beautiful eyes were lifeless, staring to nowhere. Her black, beautiful ears just laying there, not listening, not moving, just laying there. Your cute, her cute, cute tiny face rests like, like it always was, but this time it would stay like that. The stripes of black perfectly match on each leg. Her tail, which was once swishing and waving across the house, was as still as a mountain. My mom exits the room crying and my dad rushes with her, going to give my mom comfort. I couldn't look at Boo anymore. I ran to my room and shut the door and I just cried. I just cried. Every time I finished crying, the tears poured out again. I couldn't comprehend that she died. One day she's alive in my arms and the next day she's gone. Hours later, we made it up to our mind to go to Tufts, so we wrapped her in old blankets and got into a car. The car starts and we drive. Memories flow over me like waves in the ocean. As we pull out of the rotary and head to, head to Tufts, no one was talking. My eyes were locked into the sky trying to find Boo up there and it seemed to comfort me, but soon the pain would strike again. Currently, it has been three years since Boo's passing. A lot has changed since then. Our cats have had their third birthday, I'm almost 12, and I'm in the sixth grade. Her death hit me like a Mack truck. I just feel empty when I think of her, like all my memories are fading away. Truth is, the memories are leaving because there are no memories to be had anymore, and there are no more fun times to enjoy with her. Death is not fun, especially at a young age. It changes kids, like it changed me. Death made me appreciate my family, friends, and life. I always spoil my cats, give them love, and make them know they're special. Because nothing and no one lives and exists forever. Because everything comes to an end, whether it's death or demolition. The bus will always reach its last stop. In the article, The Stages of Grief, Losing a Pet by Animal League America, grief is defined as more or less sequential, For others, it develops its own rhythms with feelings that overlap, leave, return, and often collide. People who have experienced grief from the death of a loved one usually have the same five levels of sorrow. Denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. Grief is a process in which which pet owners display their love for their beloved cats and dogs. My cat Boo Boo passed away over three years ago, but as I learned from this article, me grieving her loss allowed me to process my feelings so that when I finally accepted her death, it gave me room in my heart and life for new cats.